Thanks for downloading, guys. Thanks for downloading over at the iTunes or the TuneIn or the Spotify's or maybe Radio.com app. They love me. Or TazShow.com. Yes, this is the Taz Show. We're going to talk about the Raw 25 uh, gimmick. Uh, PW Insider. Yeah, the Mike Johnson will be on this episode of the show. So looking forward to talking to Mike. Haven't talked to Mike in a while. The Mike Johnson. Yes. So uh, we'll talk to him in a little while. Let me introduce the producer of the Taz Show. Uh, this is the Seth, the KFJ. Hello, Seth. Hello, Taz. Yes, sir. Radio right. Voice Jones. So big show uh, for the Taz Show this Sunday after the Raw Rumble. The announcement was last night on Raw, strategically placed, by the way. Nice. Yeah, a social media team, they're great. Now, here's the thing, right? So, we're going to do Live Live City, okay? 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, right after the Royal Rumble. And if the Royal Rumble's running late, your boy will be on the air. Don't worry about it. CBS Sports Radio, or you can listen to it while uh, streaming live on the Radio.com app or the CBS Sports app. Just go to the bottom. You can find the CBS Sports Radio gimmick. Video-wise, the company wants to do video. Um, believe it or not, uh, they're just trying to find someone to run the machine. So, uh, hmm. yeah, it sounds crazy. Maybe we'll help you the with The cutter. That. Nah, believe it or not, the guy you're thinking of, uh, the Anthony... Uh, boss Anthony, uh, my first choice. I love Anthony. He's part of the Taz show. And he's actually busy. Oh, I didn't even me. ask him. The, the company asked him. All so right. he's, he. I don't want to share people his business, but he's got something to do, which is interesting. So uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I know. No, what? <laughs> I can't be busy. <laughs> Poor Anthony. I love Anthony. So Ant, big Ant. Yeah. So I want an Ant. I was uh, hello. He's going to run the gimmick, and then, dude, they have like a bunch of people that they're trying to get that could work that shift. So. There might be very, there might not, so I can't answer that question. But thanks for bringing it up, Seth. So uh, stay tuned. I didn't actually say anything. Well, you did a hand motion like a camera, like it was 1920. <laughs> right, and we're not on video, so yeah. it's kind of like a, you know, a secret kind of thing. So no one knew, right? right. So, so I stooped it off. Yeah. I got it. So you yell at me later. Yeah, okay. So, all right, so... Um, Shalom. Uh, <laughs> So it's going to be on WFAN for those in the Tri-State area, uh, the big 66, uh, 101.9 um, on FM. Remember you didn't know 101.9 existed? I didn't know. <laughs> you actually told me. And I was like, it's on FM. I was like, what? You're like, really? dude, why are you listening on AM <laughs> to Mike Francis? <laughs> like, I know. Um, yeah, you actually did swamp me up. How crazy is that? But um, it'll be there. It'll be on WJFK in D.C., which is a big station, 105.7. I don't remember the call that. It's a Baltimore. Big one. A lot of the terrestrial radio stations. The big boy in uh, the fan in Pittsburgh. It'll be on there. Uh, Detroit, I believe it's on 97.1, the ticket uh, in Detroit. A lot of the same ones usually. I'm not sure about Boston yet. I think the hub. 
98.5. I believe that's who they are. I think they might be a little angry at your boy for the comments about the Pats during the past few weeks. Ouch. On Taz and the Moose. Yeah. So, um, but we shall see. Uh, what else? Um, there'll be other stations like terrestrial stations. The one I'm hoping for, and I don't know if they're taking it yet, because these are affiliates that have to basically tell the bosses here that they're going to take the, you know, the Taz show special. But there could be other stuff going on. Now, WIP in Philadelphia, and that's where the Royal Rumble is. I'm really hoping that we get cleared for that. Um, not sure yet. I, I, you know, I saw Big Boss Jones churn off downstairs. I should have asked him too, and I forgot. But I see him all the time. You know what I mean, we're boys now. You know, nice. So, uh, but anyway, so yeah. Yankee tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I need Yankee tickets. <laughs> so, so, um, what else? Yeah. So it's going to be, and then as far as uh, Dallas and stuff, and out in the West Coast, I'm trying to find out. It's going to come out soon this week on what radio stations will be on. But CBS Sports Radio, if you get CBS Sports Radio or you have high-def radio, um, you can get it on there. Uh, Radio.com app, you can stream CBS Sports Radio. So if you listen to Taz and the Moose, my morning show with with the Moose, you can get this special the same way you do that. So you guys know how. Folks in the UK or other parts of the world, I'm overused in Australia, as we know, and Baswatawan. Uh, folks in those areas, just stream it worldwide, baby. Just go on radio.com app and just stream it. Uh, yes. And if you can't, the podcast will be out right afterwards. Ding. So that'll happen. Uh, oh, cheap sound effects store. Uh, we're working. We're working on that. But uh, yeah, that'll happen Monday. Uh, it, it, well, it's technically going to be Monday anyway. I can put it out right away. Well, no, but your team, like I, that show is going to replace. It will take the place of Tuesday's pop. Correct. Because your boy is working, not, doing nine. a special, yeah, and then just doing Taz and the Moose. Yeah. So right after that, so busy, busy boy. I smell what you're cooking. So uh, anyway, so the Tuesday episode of the po- of the Taz show, meaning next Tuesday, will be the Royal Rumble show. Correct. So you're gonna get it on Monday, basically. So, yes. All right, so uh, so anyway, so thanks to you guys because the people here at Entercom and CBS Radio they, they know that you guys enjoy these specials, um, and a lot of people are wondering. Well, now that you're the big Hoity Torty Jones National Sports Radio every morning, are you still doing the specials? And I couldn't really answer a lot of folks on social media because I didn't have the answer. But now I know the boss is like, yeah, just keep working. I, yeah. well, what am I where? Yeah, don't worry. We got you covered. Coffee's yeah. free. Oh, yeah. We have free coffee. We'll, we'll send a whole bag of bananas and uh, tangerines down there. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. Appreciate it. <laughs> don't forget the dried apricots, bitch. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, cheap bum. <laughs> so, anyway. So, uh, some scuttlebutt in the, uh, uh, what's going on? Um, in the uh, the news here, so uh, it's on a serious tip. Enzo, uh, as most of you guys know, he got suspended by the WWE. Now, I didn't read much into the story. I, I you know, heard some scuttlebutt. He's got some serious allegations against him. Now, Seth, you read a little about this. I did, um, and uh, you know, he's allegations of, of, of assault from a woman. Yeah, and um, we, you know, I, he's just. I feel bad when guys are presumed guilty. You know, so we'll have to see. How the stuff with Enzo uh, ends up here, and uh, you know, uh, it's, it's tough to. There's just allegations, and I, you know, it's tough to really give an opinion on uh, whatever. I, I don't have no any idea. Like I said, I've been. I'm more looking up, um, looking at the scores of uh, Oklahoma City and uh, what's going on in the in the Cavaliers locker room. I'm trying, you know. So I've been paying attention to that. So I, I'd rather just like I always do. I, I watch. 
uh, shows and give you guys my opinions on those shows or do a throwback snack. That's kind of my gimmick. Um, but we'll see. I mean, uh, hopefully uh, the best for everybody involved with the situation. Who knows? Tough to talk about it because don't really know what that what's going on. It's still the early, early goings, I guess. So uh, what else? So the Raw 25 was yesterday. So, uh, you know, I talked a little bit about this on... Taz and the Moose this morning. I'm a, little, sports radio. I'm a little upset about you. What's the matter? Why? Now that's a wrestling show now? What? Oh, no, no. Don't oh, be upset. On. What do you mean? No, what are you talking about? Why are you upset? Don't be upset. I'm, I'm listening, coming in here, getting ready to do Taz show. Like, <laughs> like hey, wait. Raw 25. Like, screw yeah. you guys. Why are you not talking about Shermer going to the Giants? Yeah, Taz, exactly. You <laughs> yeah. Keep talking about the Patriots. Come on. <laughs> the Super Bowl's coming up. You're talking about Raw 25. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah. No, it, it, it's a hot topic this morning. So, um, it seemed like we have basically static um, Fernum uh, echolators that they call them that uh, tell oh. us uh, what people want to talk about. Interesting. So the static manic Fercum tankers, they basically said go that route. You got an analytics guy? Yeah, we got oh, yeah. teams in them. Teams. Wow. So uh, a couple things. In, uh, you know, okay, the Manhattan Center, boom. We know what happened, right? People pissed off Jones, okay? I uh, saw some people, I read a tweet from the Kingsman, people know Kingsman, a big fan of the Taz show, and you know every other wrestling podcast out there, but I digress, thanks Kingsman, uh, but anyway, <laughs> stick a shot, the Kingsman for no reason. Ouch. No, I know, I was joking, I was joking. he knows I'm teasing, but uh, no, I, was, I read a tweet from him because he, he was actually at the gimmick, I believe it was $400 for a, a Manhattan Center seat. That's insane. A guy who works for, uh, for WFAN, I was talking to one of the producers. He paid two eighty for his seat. You guys could have went to see Hamilton instead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so these people spend all this money on these seats, and basically nothing happened. They 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 had they had the Undertaker. They had an on camera with Jr. and King that you can't hear because it probably wasn't piped into the live house. I'm assuming I've been in that Manhattan Center enough, so uh, it's a small enough place that you maybe could have heard Jr. and King even if it wasn't piped in. But I don't know how they did the feed on that. It's not that it's important, but you got <clears throat> an hour and a half into the gimmick. I believe it was. Nothing happened to your point. And then around there, I think Undertaker came out, you know, and cut a promo, which was kind of open-ended, the promo, and was a little confusing, right? I mean, uh, you know, we all love the Undertaker, so it's not... Uh, yeah. But he basically came out and said, you know, I'm the Undertaker, and I kicked everybody's ass the last 25 years. Like, we, we know that. Yes. He just reminded us who he yeah, is. But what do you want him to uh, say? Because he, he's, I don't know. he's making an appearance. That's I would, what it is. I would know? rather see, like, uh, what Steve Austin did. I'd rather see Undertaker, you know... You know, give a tombstone to well, somebody. Maybe, maybe you know? Taker's not physically healthy enough to do something he looked, like that. He looked pretty good. Just because he look good doesn't mean he feels Look at me. I look mm-hmm. phenomenal, and I can't go and suplex people. I mean, I look amazing. I mean, You could yeah. suplex somebody. You yeah, could transmission somebody. I'd probably Pat McGroin. Probably uh, <laughs> Mr. Spitz, Eric Spitz. He definitely could be suplexed at any time. Um, <laughs> Does he know that? Anytime, yes. You're on, uh, you're on watch, Mr. Spitz. <laughs> so, um, no, but... Um, Don't talk about me on the show. <laughs> Uh, Seth, hi, uh, Eric Spitz here, um, uh, the program director for the Taz and the Moose Show. Why on his podcast is he speaking of me ill will? Keep my name out your mouth. Yeah. He doesn't like you, by the way. No kidding. Yes, yes. So, um, <laughs> Even though we're the same tribe, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so The Undertaker, yeah, maybe he's just not physically able to do that. I get what you're saying. You I, know, just, re- I just didn't do anything for me, you know? It's like, um, yeah. No payoff, uh, as we call it in the business. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand. I don't know. You know, choke slam somebody, something have some. But you know, they've done a, a little bit enough of uh, prostituting some of the younger current talent. Like I'll get to in a little bit here, like what they did with you know the revival, like Which we predicted, we predicted, yes. and I tweeted about that it would happen, and 
you know, we're sort of riding on a wall with that. It's of course. just consistent with the way they book. And it's just to, you know, get over the, the good old boy network there. And that's just the way it's always been. I'm Sacri- being frank. Sacrificial lambs. Yeah. I, like I was tweeting, but it was like a podcast reunion yesterday. All these these people who have podcast town <laughs> wrestling from the industry that were there. And that and your boy wasn't there because I, I, I'm honest out here. Uh, I critique them stiffly at times and bluntly. So when you do that, you don't play nice, you don't get invited to the Royal 25th anniversary in your hometown. Uh, that doesn't happen. Well, don't feel bad, because Randy Orton wasn't invited either. Randy Orton wasn't invited? No. Really? His wife was. Uh, his wife tweeted about it, and she was very upset. She goes, I'll be playing Mario Kart with my kids. We're not gonna be, you guys have fun watching Raw 25. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. All right. You're in good company. I love Randy. He's my yeah. friend. I haven't spoken well, but he's my boy. Um, wow, I didn't know that. Well, he definitely should have been there. I mean, uh, I don't need to be. I don't work there, so I, I wasn't like some giant star on Raw, but uh, he should have been there for sure. SmackDown 25, you, my friend. Well, I was at we'll the SmackDown 900 episode, That's and right. I was right in the building, and they didn't have me on camera. So, And I was there, and they paid me to be there, and it paid for me to get there. ECW gimmick Jones, and... Well, they didn't even, uh, you know, some were like, well, maybe they'll do it on camera with you and Cole, you know? Cole was hiding from me. I couldn't even find him. <laughs> like, where's Cole? We're in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. It's not exactly like the Staples Center. Like, I'm trying to find Cole. Where's Cole? Three hours. I can't find a guy. He's you know, like, I think he was hiding in Triple H's uh, trailer or something. Oh. I wouldn't go near there. No. Um, so. Not. No. Unless you want to play the game. No, no. I'd, uh, everybody else is playing the game. That's all right. I don't need to play the game. <laughs> Let those other guys that are doing content that, that are playing nice. Your boy, they don't play nice. So I play fair and honest. That's what I do. And I do put them over a lot, WWE. But, you know, for those that are asking, thank you why I wasn't there. Uh, I appreciate you asking. There's several reasons why I'm not there. The main one was I wasn't invited. That's number one. So let's <laughs> get that out of the way. Uh, I wasn't, I'm not surprised I wasn't. Did I ever say to you offline that I thought I'd be there? So no, we never talked about it. It didn't even cross my mind. I'm no. thinking about what we're doing in segment one tomorrow with you're Moose. Bu- you're busy. Very busy. Mm. So I, I have no time to, to play wrestler again. I have no time to run around with a black towel on my head with orange and black on. I got no time. Beat me, you can't stop. I got no time for that. I got no time. And if they're not paying, I ain't going. So I, you know, it's that simple. I don't need to. I love the APA. I love Ron. I love John. I'm not going to play poker. Okay, I'm Are you not, not a good poker player. I, I can play poker, but I'm not going to play unless they pay me. I'm not going to hang out with my man, the boogeyman, and, and throw worms around. I'm not doing it. Do you not like worms? I love worms and I love boogie, but I'm not. And I do. He's the man. I love boogeyman. He's a great guy. I, I was impressed with the the older wrestlers. They all look pretty good. They did. They all yeah. look pretty good. Yeah. Well, a lot of them aren't that old, but I get your drift. You know what I mean, but they've been through like like you. They've been through yeah, the wars. They've been through, they've been through, through the trenches, and they did. Yeah. They all look good for the most part. I agree. Um, you know, obviously the Steve Austin stuff with Vince and uh, Vince turning heel before Steve came out was tremendous. Yes, I loved it. I do think that Vince should have made an appearance somehow, some way at the Manhattan Center. Hundred percent. I think he should have opened the show in the ring and then get him in one of his limos and get his ass over to Brooklyn. It's it's it's, it's a fifteen minute ride. I mean, you know, so. You're big on the production elements and everything. You know, we always talk about camera angles and commentary. Why is it that, I guess because it's a smaller venue, it just looks so different. It looks so much more intimate. It looks better because it is. It's, it's just better. It's it better. is. It's better, dude. Like, they look larger than life at yeah. the Manhattan Center. It looks like superheroes coming in the ring. It's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's the way, and, and, but you make less money. I mean, not the wrestlers, the, the company. Gate. I get the it. The gate's yeah, a lot sure. smaller. You got 15 Lodge, 15,000 Lodge in Brooklyn at the Barclays. A couple thousand over there in, in Manhattan Center. Big difference. But 
for the look of it, it is very intimate. It's and it feels tall. It feels like you're watching Shotgun Saturday Night. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, um, I, I like seeing, like I said on on my other show this morning with Moose, I, I would have liked to see more of the current talent in the Manhattan Center, like a throwback. It was called the Ico Pro thing. The, the ring posts were royal blue. It was like a throwback look. Yeah. Put they had Bray Wyatt wrestle, but put some of the younger, newer guys in there. You know, that match seemed out of place, though. Bray and match didn't have to happen, and right. Matt Hardy shouldn't be losing. I mean, it defeats the purpose of the. Guys, of, that was so. Yeah. That was bad, dude. That I was agree. bad, and and Matt and Bray should have wrestled. They should wrestle each other. Dude, they should been all over the arena. Well, they should been not know. just that. I'm saying they, that shouldn't have even happened there. It should have. It should be built up for either Raw Rumble or, or another big show coming up. And I keep saying it at nauseum. It should be done outside on the compound on in Cameron, North Carolina. And if you're going to do this thing with Hardy, do it. With Bray, do it. Do it. Do it on their plantation. Do it. It's cool. Like they took a little step with that when they did Bray and Randy. They tried that little hole in the yeah, house. They tried and... to hack uh, right. the, the TNA gimmick. Yeah. Right. So now you've got the guys who could actually do it who have the... Two real guys. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's... I think that was a complete waste to have them in there going against each other. Um, I, I think it was cool they did it at the Manhattan Center. I just thought I wouldn't have done it at this show. I would have rather seen a run in. I would have had... Now, i got to say... Like I said, I've been in Manhattan Center a whole bunch, worked there a lot, and and I was a little surprised, taken aback, as I like to say, when Matt came out, his reaction wasn't like I thought it would be. I think people were just mad and tired um, because they were sitting too long, and I saw stuff on social media. Of Paid too much money. People were pissed. And like chanting bullshit, bullshit, and all that. There's uh, no show there. Yeah, so maybe when if they didn't want to play along, what what I, I guess that I wasn't there. I mean, a lot, a lot of people are listening right now for this podcast. They were there, so you guys would know better than me. But on television, it trans it didn't tr- the pop for Matt. Like I, I didn't feel like it was a big pop. And when he lost, I felt like the finish was kind of anticlimactic. He shouldn't have got pinned. And it felt like the audience was indifferent. Like, it wasn't that they didn't like Matt. I thought they would have booed. One of the guys, say Anthony Pinero, who, who works uh, downstairs here, works for WFAN, and he works, uh, uh, you know, for the company. And like I said, he was at the event. And I asked him early this morning, I saw him, I said, what was the deal when Matt came out? Like, when he, I mean, when he lost, were people booing? Because on TV, no, because people, we were just like, whatever. Like, and, and people like Matt, he said, it's just like, People were just mad, I guess. Yeah. You know, it just it's just they handled this wrong. You know, I agree. They, they handled this wrong. But what they handled right was doing it uh and very strategically smartly placed because they knew the AFC and NFC championship was on Sunday. So let's do it on Monday. We're not competing against anything sports wise. Okay? That's number one. Just like the Royal Rumble is the week before the Super Bowl. Very smart. Okay, they're doing that next week, right? This coming week. So the Grammys are on, but it's not the same as football. Uh, Grammy yeah. schmammies. Yeah. Nobody cares about the Grammys. Who watches the Grammys? Nah, old men and old women watch the Grammys. Nobody watches the Grammys. Hey. Break. No one cares about movies, Grammys. That's the gra- That's the movies, right? Huh? No, it's the uh, music. Grammys. You talk about uh, Grammys. Comparing that to the Super Bowl? Super Bowl? Are you kidding me? Yeah, come on. You know the AFC Championship? With the Jaguars and the freaking Patriots and Tom Brady's hand, the rating it drew over twenty it was like twenty four million people watched that game. Wow, that's Super Bowl numbers, dude. Is it Super Bowl numbers? Brady's numbers. Damn. Brady's hand draws. 
<laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> he can draw with both hands, actually. He's ambidextrous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't mean literally draw, but you get my drift. Because you know all the inside terms. So, uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, what else? But anyway, the stuff with Austin, I, like I said, I thought it was cool. Um, with Shane and Stephanie, and it was cool. And, and how Vince turned heel, and then, then Steve came out. I thought it was good. Um, Their chemistry is just picked up right where oh, left off. Great. Those no, guys, it's it's some of it's the best great. chemistry in the history it's of the business. Great. Shane did a good job. Shane was great, and I love a Vincent. He's in great shape. Look at Shane, that was great. I'm great. in a retirement community. <laughs> Vince, <laughs> dude, if you know Vince, like yeah. it's very, it's even funnier because like he's like he's just, and they're doing a the bit where Stephanie's got to repeat because like like Vince is deaf because he's old. Right. That's all a gimmick. Like and Vince, that's Vince making fun of Vince. Trust me on that. Yeah, but I don't know if folks noticed. GoFundMe. Very <laughs> the little plaque. Got billionaires yeah. in there talking about GoFundMe. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. Horrible. <laughs> so the uh, the the little thing that happened was very funny. Inside rib, and this is just typical Vince. Did you see when uh, Shane was down selling the stunner, and then Vince toasted with with Austin before, and he put some beer yeah. on, <laughs> I did see that. on Shane. I, I laughed. I actually, I told, uh, I told Melissa, I'm watching, look, he just poured beer on his uh, son. Shane, and trust me, Shane had no idea that was happening, but that's just Vince. It's just he, he'll rip anybody, because his kids. It's very fun. You know something really interesting about the whole thing was uh, Steve never said a word. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. He never didn't got have on to. the mic. He didn't have to, no. and, and it was great, and... and they should have had him say something, but it was fun. Just a hell yeah gimmick. I thought it was great. Um, and that was the beginning of the podcasters. Uh, the the, w, the <laughs> WWE 25th anniversary podcast. Podcasters edition. That's I, what it should be I called. like it. Then you should, I, well, I, then you should have top billing, though. I think Boogeyman now has a podcast. I think, yeah, yeah, Teddy Long just started one. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> the APA podcast, ladies and gentlemen, on iTunes. You can go listen to it. Okay. Damn! Now, if uh, on the river, if the ace comes out, what you want to do? Johnny Ace has a new podcast, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. People Power with, <laughs> with John Laurinaitis. Hey, uh, everybody. I like Johnny. I've always got a little good with him. John Laurinaitis is a good guy. All right, anyway, I'm obviously being sarcastic. I'm being a little bit of a douche, but that's what I do. So I'm just having fun. Uh, you know, that was the best part of it. I mean, the, the opening was great, but the, to see the, the a lot of the guys come back was cool. Yeah. And I was surprised to see MV, MVP there. I, I love MVP. Yeah. You know that. He's been on the show here. Yeah. You know, listen, um, nah, it was cool to see a lot of the guys. I, I'm joking. It, it, I, me, personally, I'm glad I wasn't invited because I, I just wouldn't want to just they would have done something stupid like me walking backstage with a black towel on my head like right. what, what are they gonna do I'm, i have no interest I'm like are you still angry taz i, I have zero <laughs> interest you want to give me an entrance <laughs> and and say hello to the hometown crowd boom 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 jones fine but they're not gonna do that with me i'm not uh you know dx or one of these uh Big acts from Raw. That wasn't me. You know, you just so, made me picture you and DX. That'd be hilarious. Nah, nah. nah, 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 nah. The revival that went bad, uh, but it went the way we discussed. But uh, what else? Well, you know, what? Well, since you brought the revival up, you know, first the Balor Club came out, right? And they two sweeted with the DX. I, know, I, I got a little excited when they came out. I was like, oh, this now this is something I didn't expect, and I thought maybe it'd be a confrontation. You, you really didn't expect that, dude. I didn't expect the Balor Club to come uh, out and too sweet. I have to be. I'd be. I did expect it. I, I, I was hoping that maybe there'd be a confrontation. Here's the problem. And I hate to be negative Nelly, but I'm going to be. Okay? Here's okay. the problem. And I love Finn Balor, and I love, I love the, uh, I do. I love, I love it. But and I'm happy for these guys, for the spot. I am happy for them. And my problem is not with the club, the Balor club, it's with the company. 
if you would have been pushing hard the ballot club and bring like really making it mean more, like for many weeks, not just the past couple weeks. I know what they've been doing. This I feel would have been even better. Okay, tell me. And then I would have looked for like you a confrontation with with them and DX, and then you would have had to have ballot club beat the piss out of DX. But DX, it's not going to happen because Triple H is going to keep them strong. I mean, and I know Flair came out later on, Ric Flair. And, uh, you know, I, I, and that's great, too. I mean, I just think we've seen a lot of this. I know Triple H is friends with Shawn Michaels. And this could, I know this could have been five years ago, it, ten years ago. We've seen yeah. it. Like, it's it, because that's the friends. You know, I get it. And I'm not knocking the other guys. I'm kind of just knocking Triple H. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm doing. I mean, so that's really it. I mean, I, the other guys and like Hunter and, uh, not Hunter, uh, Flair and and uh, and Shawn Waltman. I love X-Pac. I mean, and, and uh, you know. Brian James and these guys, and and you know, I, oh, I no, I have no problem with that. But it's like, and Shawn Michaels too, they're getting a payday, they're getting a spotlight. I get it, they're no problem. But we have seen this a lot. That's all I'm saying. It, it this, it's not, and people are reacting, people like it, so it works. It's a nostalgic moment. I get it, but we need to start showing some different nostalgic moments. You'd be a little more creative with it. Yes, instead yeah. of same tri- old, same old. Instead of the, the Triple H involved with everything. That's my point. Well, so. So, speaking of which, Sean had a great line, too. He's like, you know, I used to run this group. Now you run everything. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, I heard there was a photo of, uh, actually, I saw it, of J.R. and King ringside. They were so bored. There was a photo of King actually, like, resting his eyes. Really? At ringside, well, like, at the table. Francesca-esque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, kind of that. That's one way to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't blame Jerry. I mean, look, if they got nothing going on in there, sometimes you sit there, you got headphones on, it's very soothing. And, uh, I, they, that's weren't that. <laughs> they, no, were, they weren't working. They weren't working. They were sitting there. They were sitting there. Oh, by the way, Miz. Uh, Miz won the IC title. I like that. I like the finish. It was creative. Oh, yes. Very good. I like how they, they came back on replay on it. It was a great job. I like that one of the announcers, I don't know if it was Corey, I think it was him saying, I didn't notice that. See, that's good stuff. It's honesty, and they, they booked it that way. That was a cool, that was a very good match, by the way. It, you know, it's funny. Very I, good match. I, I like the finish. In my notes, I think I had that too, like the sneaky removal, the turnbuckle. I just, I like everything. What, what, what are you? You're a producer. You're taking notes? What, yeah. what are you? What are Imagine you? that. Copious notes, as you like. You notes. guys like to say. Well, what are we taking notes? Who are you? Notes? Remember, what are you, a big shot now? Remember the captain? Notes. Okay. Um, I remember the captain. I missed the captain. Of course you do. You work mm. with me now. Um <laughs> No, but I, it was, you know, for a guy who's been a wrestling fan for a long time, it, you'd like to see something different, and the way they finished that match was great. It, it, I really liked it. it, was, it, it and you could tell the fans really uh, reacted to it well, too. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, support for the Taz Show, you know, comes from all friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Chances are you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, things in your life. Well, Rocket Mortgage gives you that same exact level of confidence when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And with Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply and understand fully. So basically, you could mortgage confidently. Uh, so rest assured, it'll be done right, protect you and your family. To get started, please go to rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hey, so the thing uh, to Seth, um, yeah, we're going to have Mike Johnson here. In a few minutes uh, with the PWI Insider Report. I know Mike was at the Manhattan Center, I believe. Correct. 
uh, tweeting like a little kid about it nonstop. Oh my god! Yeah, so the best thing uh, ever. <laughs> so um, we'll talk to Mike get his thoughts on how the show was there. See what he has to say. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that jumped out to me. Uh, well, you let's well, see. Let me look well, through your notes. Something that reminded me. Um, you know when Cesar used to wear a towel, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, I know a guy used to wear a towel." Yeah. And uh, so uh, Elias and Jericho backstage, I thought was a, it was a good. Oh, the uh, scoff Jones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was funny. It made, reminded me of you. Yeah, so yeah, that was good. I that thought was that was good. a good uh, good moment on the show. Good moment. There yeah, you go. Good moment. See, there yeah. you go. Uh, yeah, no, that that was good. Um, oh, by the way, the other thing I liked: Oscar throwing her teammates over the top. Um, Raw Rumble style. That was good. I liked that match. Uh, which one? You didn't like it? No, I, I, I was agreeing. Um, I liked that match. With you those, and I talk about girls. it factor, and Asuka's got the it factor. Yeah, they're, they're, to me. she does. Um, I love the ending. I love what she did, how they did it. She does have the it factor. They got to be careful. They're pushing her down our throats. Uh, they got to be careful on commentary. It's a little too much. They got to, you know, I, it's picky stuff. I, I they gotta be careful. That's all Especially I'm saying. she's a smaller, smaller woman. You know, she's not like you know. It's just it's it's. She's not a Glamazon or Nia Jax. She's not this like. Yeah, but I was a strong. I was a shorter guy that was pushed as a monster, but. But you were a monster, it, right? It was a different style of the way I was pushed than her. I'm not comparing, but there's just something, and and I think they gotta be careful a little bit. She's undefeated still. It's gonna get to a point where it's like, all right, it's played out. You know, that's what you gotta watch. That's all I'm saying. Or you you build up to a you know an Oscar. I don't know. I'm throwing out her name, even though it's a different show. Oscar Flair WrestleMania, something like that. If you build you know build up to have that that payoff, right? You know, mm-hmm. could do that. I guess mm-hmm. that'd be good. All right, on that note, go to break here. Taz show, come right back. PW Insider Report. We'll have Mike Johnson on. Sit tight. Time to take a break. Break time. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Ah, welcome back to the Taz Show. Yeah, that's right. This is a uh, nice um, Tuesday edition. Talked a lot in the first end of the show about the uh, Raw 25th anniversary and stuff like that. Gave some thoughts and opinions on that. As I said, uh, PW Insider Report right now, rock and rolling. Boom, Mike Johnson. Uh, Big Mike, how are you, man? I'm good. Good moment, Taz. Good moment. Uh, I missed you the past couple of weeks. Uh, we could, you know, our, our wires crossed. We're not live, unfortunately, still. So <laughs> his issues here. Um, it's not your fault, Mike. It's not mine. Um, it's. I got to the point. I'm a beaten man. I'm not even going to blame Seth anymore. Oh wow! I'm almost giving up on the show ever being live again. But I will be live on the uh, after the Royal Rumble, Mike, uh, Matt, uh, whatever your name is, Mike. You're not Matt. Matt <laughs> Johnson, ladies Mark. and gentlemen. <laughs> Mark Johnson, uh, PW Insider. <laughs> That's fitting. <laughs> no, so you're going to come on a special, right, uh, bro? Absolutely, yeah. Whatever, whatever time you guys need me, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I'll either be in transit coming back from the Rumble, or I'll be sitting in my house. I don't know if I'm going to Philly. Yeah, that's great. All right, good. I'll log that under who gives a shit. But okay, Ooh, my, so cares. listen. <laughs> nobody cares. No, so listen. You did go to the Manhattan Center yesterday. Yes, I was. I was there. What I, happens? I, I, people, the uh, natives were getting restless, huh? The natives were definitely getting restless. I think this was just a case where. WWE should have just advertised this as a viewing party or something like that <laughs> That's because funny. so much of the show is taking place in Brooklyn. So for the first really two-thirds of the show, the Manhattan fans were pretty much just sitting there like, what are we doing here? Right, yeah. Especially when they, you know, the, the, the lowest ticket price was like 
seventy five dollars, and the top ticket price I think was like five or eight hundred dollars oh if you include like a uh, meet and greet. Yeah, it's so crazy, man. They, they sent some dark matches over, but they were like two minutes. They took place during commercial breaks on the live broadcast. Do you remember who who wrestled in the dark matches? Uh, they had uh, Mustafa Ali defeating Lindsay Dorado, and they had a a tag match that took place over two segments with Drew Gulak and Tony Nese being vanquished by. I've totally forgotten. Um, they, no um, that happens to me all the oh, time. Akira Tozawa and Hideo Itami. I'm sorry I blanked out there for a no second. Problem. But they did a match that started during one of the Raw commercial breaks, and they br- and this is where they kind of lost the crowd. Tozawa won they, that match, and people were pissed, weren't they, I believe? Well, yeah, um, Tozawa and Hideo won that match, yeah. And what happened is they brawled to the back, and they didn't say anything, so everyone assumed it was just like that was the end of it. <laughs> And so at that point, the crowd started chanting, give us something, refund, oh my BS. God. Wow. And, and you, you, you've been in that building. You wrestled in that building. Yeah. That's a small, yes. intense building where a very, even, even a small minority of fans are going to be hurt. Oh, yeah, they, no doubt building. about that. No doubt. Yep. So, so now you have a, a majority of fans who are getting annoyed. So then after the next segment on Raw, they go to commercial again, and these guys brawl back out and continue their match. Oh, and the crowd yeah. is just like crapping all over it. BS. Wow. Yeah. Refund, yeah, like I felt bad for the wrestlers because it wasn't their fault. They were kind of put in this position where the audience rejected them. And, but to be fair, the the audience didn't get anything like really meaty to bite their teeth into live. Right. Um. And by the end, and I don't, I haven't heard yet whether this was okay. The names of the wrestlers, we better we better send them uh, some toss some fresh meat in the pit, or if this was always the plan. Later on, Miz after winning the Intercontinental Title, he shows up and cuts a promo. Seth Rollins shows up and, and cuts a promo. Ric Flair shows up and cuts a promo. So now you now there's some stars here on top of just the short segments that people were seeing live on, on, on the Raw broadcast. Wow. So mm. I, I kind of here's how I feel about this. They gave they, they gave Manhattan the Undertaker. They gave Manhattan DX. They gave Manhattan Triple H. They gave Manhattan Shawn Michaels. Uh, you know, and, and so after a while, it's like they did give you big names. But these segments were so short for the most part that the audience wanted something more than just short segments. Well, they gave big names, but for an hour and a half, you guys sat there basically once Raw started with nothing. Yeah. That's what I mean. I, I so think, they didn't sprinkle it. They didn't book it the right way. That's the problem. You know what I mean? They, no, I, and I think if they had said it was like a, like a, raw, like a raw viewing experience with special guests How, how like did that, they promote it, Mike? What did they say? Like, What was the hook? It, it was just Raw was taking place in two places, the Manhattan Center and yeah. the Barclays, so you could buy one or the other. Yeah, yo, what I was saying was I thought it would have been cool if you would have saw more um, current talents, like they had Bray Wyatt wrestle there at Manhattan Center, but it would have been nice to see and against Matt, but it would have been nice to see a couple of the younger guys, even even that eight-girl eight, eight, person, eight girl deal that they did at, at in Brooklyn, I thought would have been really nice to see in that intimate setting of uh, Manhattan Center. Yeah, the one thing they did do for the fans that were watching on the videos were when they went to commercial on the air, the rest of the segment, you know, without commentary, was playing on the video screens. Well, that's not so bad. So you were getting yeah. more than the average viewer, technically. But that, you know, 400 bucks. Didn't come to <laughs> <Right>. TV. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's crazy. Um, <laughs> and Mike, they were uh, they were chanting ROH right when uh, Seth Rollins was out. Uh, yeah, there was a se- there was a segment after the show where you know, as you guys saw in the Manhattan Center, DX laid waste to the revival. With the help of the Bauer Club, yeah, so that's that's good for the current talent. That was a good move. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, it's great. These guys came back to get laid out. I that's love great. That. Yeah. Um, so they had Ric Flair come out. Flair cut a promo, and just basically, you know, hey, I I was here for the first three Raws of the Manhattan Center. Then I made the mistake to go to WCW. Thankfully, I got to come back. 
And after everything I've been through, uh, he said that nothing's more important in life than being with the people that love and respect you. And it was, it was a cool moment. Hmm. So Flair left, and DX was kind of doing all the DX crotch chops and, and playing up to the crowd. And then Miz's music hit. Miz came out and cut a promo saying, right. do you see this? I'm the Intercontinental Champion. You're a bunch of former champions. No one cares about you. And I'm going to make sure I headline WrestleMania. I'm going to make sure... None of you are invited to Raw 30. Right, then Rollins, then Rollins comes out, right? Rollins comes out, and he cuts a promo, and the crowd immediately starts chanting ROH. So Miz picks up on this and says, why don't you go downstairs to the bingo hall? Because the Manhattan Center is above the Hammerstein Ballroom, where right. Ring of Honor ran. Of course, Ring of Honor ran the, the Grand Ballroom as well, but probably Miz didn't realize this. And Rollins took the mic and said, that's right, I won the Ring of Honor world title here, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a great thing to say with your uh, boss in the ring. Well, that's great. I think it's awesome. Good for him, man. It gets to a point where you don't give a shit anymore. i got to be honest. But also, like, hey, Mike, those fans are Ring of Honor fans, they, and they pay like a, th- a tenth of the price to go, to watch a great card and, and for three bi- hours. The bingo hall comment. I mean, yeah. can we let this thing die? Yeah, right? let's go. I mean, really, it's not. You know, the, the, I can feel. You know, God Almighty, that bingo hall. That was in 1993, 92, <laughs> and yeah. and how long did they play bingo there, Mike? It was I don't, probably by a couple 94 years. Before it was done. We saw Mike still playing bingo there. <laughs> and he chose the Philly to play bingo. <laughs> Blue go. 22. I got it. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but what? So I'd love to say, what did you think of the show while you were there? But uh, you, you didn't you know see what? much. I, I I didn't go in with any expectations. To me, I was going there because it was the Manhattan Center. That when I, you know, when I went, you know, that's where I first really fell in love with pro wrestling. To the point where I was going to as much as I could, and that really being there is where I met a lot of my best friends. And being there is really what set me off on the path to do what I do for a living now. So I just wanted to go back and be there because I had been at all the other tapings. I didn't expect anything because I was like, you've got, a, you've got a, an arena full of 17,000 people. You're going to have to service them. Those fans can't sit and watch the, the screens all night either. Right. I think it was a case where WWE, they had the best of intentions. They tried hard, and they thought the audience in Manhattan would go, ooh, Undertaker, ooh, Triple H, ooh, Sean, uh, ooh, this, and no. they would be fine. Nope, I disagree, Mike. I'll tell you why. they they got to book it better. they got to be accountable for that. that they got to book that better. They charge you guys a lot of money. Uh, you're being nice. they they got to book that show better. They, they, they know what they're doing. That That's the, the, that's the one, bad. The one thing the, one thing the show is, was lacking overall, and I was thinking about it this morning, when they did the Raw 1000, there were a lot of short, meaningless segments and, like, ha-ha nostalgia, too. But the one thing that show had was a really awesome CM Punk-John Cena match that headlined it. This didn't have that great wrestling match. Like, that, like, there was so much promotion for Rumble and so many, like, oh, look, the greatest female superstars of yesteryear and, 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 and short little well, I, I thought the Miz match was real good, though, when he won the IC title. That was it, a good was, match. It was, but I don't think it was, like, the, like, the match that people are going to look at and go, that was awesome. You know, it wasn't oh, like yeah, a yeah, true. caliber match. True, true, true. It wasn't in the main event slot, either. You right. know, was well, in not true. That's true. I, I just enjoyed the match. And, and I, I know we've seen it in the past, but I, I, still, I still enjoy watching Braun... And and when he, him throwing around Brock Lesnar like he weighs 150 that pounds. That's an animal. Man. I mean, it's it's, and he took him through that table. And I, I don't, I'm just, I still really enjoy watching Brock. I, I believe in uh, old. If you're gonna have older talent there, they got to get young guys over. <clears throat> and most yep. of the older talent have no problem getting young guys over. They're, they're, it's not the talent's fault. But uh, we predicted here on the Taz show. I was talking here with Seth, Mike, last week, and, and predicted basically this this would have happened to revival. And then I tweeted it last night before it even happened. I mean, and it's not just 
not just that, they had an opportunity there to get a lot of different young guys and girls over more. Um, I think it was cool the way they sprinkled in a lot of the older talents and people from like my generation as when I wrestled there uh, or commentated there. I thought that was cool. I, I did. It was creative the way they did it. It was very campy at times, but that's WWE style and, and, and people know it and it's entertaining. So I have no problem with that. I'm happy for those people that got you know that got a payday uh, to go there and make an appearance. I was not invited, which I am actually happy about because. Uh, you don't want to play poker with the APA? And I, I love the APA and I love poker, but I, I would not want to do that on TV. No, uh, but I, I yeah no I have no interest of uh, doing any of that stuff. And and uh, I have a six a.m. national radio show I have to be uh, at early, so <laughs> you know <laughs> every day priorities. Yeah, so it's called work. But uh, no, I wasn't invited and I wasn't surprised. But I'm I'm kind of glad I wasn't. Because, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I just, I, and I wasn't no big deal on Raw, so it's no big deal. You know, I wasn't like some hot You were the guy. SmackDown guy. Yeah, but I. Yeah, well, well, when, they get to Smack, when they get to SmackDown's uh, 20th anniversary, <laughs> it's a different story. Yeah, well, I, you know, the SmackDown thing. They did the SmackDown 900, Mike. I was in the building. I said this earlier, doing the ECW thing. I was paid to be there, and they didn't put me on camera. So they don't care about me. <laughs> they didn't have me on camera. They don't like being critiqued, my friend. I know where the bodies are buried. They, hey. don't, they don't like that. Hey Mike, um, you know, seeing some of the old, some of the old guys at the table and stuff. One of the guys stuck out to me, and I talked to Taz about it earlier was MVP, who I loved in TNA. I thought he did a great job. And uh, is there any possibility of him coming back to work? Uh, anything you think? Uh, if, if the money's there and, and they want him, sure. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't know where whether in his, in his mind he wants to go into a full time schedule. That's the thing with a lot of these guys. Well, and Taz can probably talk about this. Once these guys do that grind nationally. And their, their, their whole life is WWE, and then they get a chance to step outside of that bubble. It's very hard mentally for them to want to go back into a point where WWE is their entire life again. It's very hard because, uh, to your point, which is a good one, Mike, and an apropos point, when you work there at that level, it's a lifestyle. It's not a job. You, it's part of your life. It's a seven-day-a-week deal, even when you're home. Because you come home for a couple of days, but you're training. you got to keep your nutrition right. It's a lot of work. You're dealing with the office. Sometimes you have a personal appearances that you're getting paid to do with contractually you have to do. That's on your days off. So that grind is a bitch. So as you get older... You know, I don't I'm just I don't know MVP situation, but I'm just saying, like, it, it, your, your desire is not to do that. You'd love to get a gig where you're working part time or getting a payday, but who wouldn't? That's any job, not just if you're an ex wrestler. You know, it's just that's just life. You, you, our goal in life is to do as little as possible for a lot of money. That's my goal. I live by <laughs> that too. credo. That's what I do. I live by I, less I want to do, and I want to make more money. That's my gimmick. So <laughs> that's what I do. But, Mike, listen, uh, anything else newsworthy that's important? Because I, I got things to do. What's going on? Well, the, the one thing I know that was scheduled for the show that did not take place for obvious reasons, at one point they had Enzo Amore against Goldust scheduled for Raw. Right, right. But he's suspended, and there's allegations yeah, against suspended. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. I got you. Well, I guess we'll have to see how things turn out with that. We talked about that a little teeny bit in the top of the show here. But, um, I guess we'll have to see, but, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, you have no insight on it. It's just it is what it is, I, right? Just, I, that's it. No, I, I just know I, I, I'm, I'm just getting yeah. up and starting my day. All I know is what's been reported so far, and oh, I mean. there is an active a police investigation, we're told. All right, well, that, there you go. They, uh, you know, see what happens with that, and uh, and that's the deal. But, uh, but Mike, I missed you here. I mean, well, you, know, you can have me anytime you want. I know, I know. Just we, just we, you know, we, 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 it's a constant logistic issue here. Don't you understand? Getting constant, close. Getting constant, close. Getting, kiss my ass, you and your team. <laughs>
sick all you people. I imagine you're like Mario jumping from place to place as the platforms are moving, just waiting for that moment where you could stop and go, all right, can I do the show now? Nope. Okay, let me jump to the next fight. You know, it's close. I, I am. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Ah, Mario! Hey! Uh, all right, brother. I'll, uh, I'll talk right, to you guys. next week. We'll have you back on. All right, Beth? Thanks, guys. Good moment. Good moment, good my moment. friend. Take care. There you go. The Mike Johnson's always going to have Mike on. And that's the deal. So I hope everybody enjoyed this edition of the Tash Show, uh, the Seth. Everything went great. Everything's fine. You know, everything's perfect. You know what I mean? And uh, happy, happy, peppy, peppy, joy, 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 Jones. We'll be back in two days. All right. Yeah, back two days, uh, Thursday. Thanks for downloading, guys. Appreciate you. I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller All these people like